Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. Our very own Pop Prince is now Queen of Pop. Hey, has a you wouldn't want to call this a secret
Tonight's show, Friend to the President, Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy is released. Now, was Jeffrey Epstein either murdered or was it suicide? You decide tonight. All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. New reports are fueling the mystery around the death of Jeffrey Epstein. The Washington Post is reporting that new details on the millionaire's autopsy results. Epstein apparently had several broken neck bones, including the hyoid bone. Uh, it can be broken by suicide, but it's more commonly associated with murder by strangulation. The Post reports uh, Epstein's official cause of death is still pending, however. Well, this all comes as Epstein's accusers seek justice despite his death. Several are suing his estate and alleged accomplices. Momolenghi has the latest. One of the alleged victims now suing Jeffrey Epstein's estate says four women helped him run his alleged underage sex trafficking operation, at least in part from right here, his roughly $77 million New York City townhouse. Now, Epstein may be gone, but the demand for justice is intensifying. A good, I'm sorry, would just, would have been good enough, you know, like, because I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve to, like, just not be a teenage girl anymore. Michelle Licata says she did not want Jeffrey Epstein to die. She wanted him behind bars for allegedly sexually abusing her when she was around 16 years old. I just wanted him to sit there like I had to sit there after it happened. Lakata says a friend recruited her to give the financier a massage at his Florida home when she was in high school. And hoping to earn some extra money for Christmas presents, she agreed. Now 31, Lakata is calling for Epstein's alleged accomplices to be held accountable. She's not alone. On Wednesday, Epstein accuser Jennifer Arose filed a civil suit against Epstein's estate and his purported ex-girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. Arose is also suing an alleged recruiter, a secretary, and maid on Epstein's staff. Kimberly Lerner is one of Arose's attorneys. Was there anyone else who should be held accountable? There were various secretaries, there were housekeepers, and there was the recruiter. Um, we haven't been able to identify any of those people by name as of yet. The lawsuit claims Arose was recruited when she was 14. She alleges the abuse began about a month after meeting Epstein, when he showed her the massage room in his palatial New York City townhouse and told her, it's my favorite room. According to the suit, their visits eventually became routine. A maid would put towels and lotions out, tell Arose to get changed in the bathroom, and leave her $300 in cash for each visit. About a year after the alleged abuse started, Arose claims Epstein forcibly raped her, and she never returned. How much are you uh, seeking from Epstein's estate? I don't even know what his entire estate is worth, but we're seeking significant damages. But Lakata says going through the courts won't make up for the abuse she suffered. A civil lawsuit then would not give me back what I lost. Lakata tells us, at least for her, there is no way to get peace now that Epstein is dead. And we should note that both Lakata and Arose say they never actually met Ghislaine Maxwell. And the three women are listed as Jane Doe's in the lawsuit because their identities are not yet known. That's something attorneys say they hope to learn through the discovery phase of the civil case. And we should also note that Ghislaine Maxwell has never been charged with a crime 
and has denied any wrongdoing in the past. Vlad and Marie. All right, Mola, thank you very much. For more on this, let's bring in CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. So, Ricky, uh, we'll talk about Ghislaine Maxwell and the other alleged companies. All right, everybody, this is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio, and you are listening to Sky News. They're talking about the death of Jeffrey Epstein, friend to the president, Donald J. Trump. And they're explaining what their autopsy means. Was it murder or was it suicide? You get to decide tonight. If you'd like to join the show live, 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990. Please join us live and continue to listen to whether Jeffrey Epstein was murdered or was it suicide. We'll be right back. And if you look at statistical analysis, which is broken down in the Washington Post story, about people who commit suicide versus people who have been strangled, that what you find is that the breaking of the hyoid bone has a much higher statistical probability of people who have been strangled. But it does not exclude some people who have committed suicide by hanging. And there are various factors involved in the suicide. One of them not present here is, in essence, the bigger the drop, the more chance that the hyoid bone is break or other bones are broken. Um, this, we know, could not have been that big of a drop. But age plays a factor. And the older you are, the more likely it is, statistically, that that hyoid bone would break. 66, depending on one's perspective, certainly isn't told to me, it isn't told. But in reality, it's not the suicide of a teenager or a young person. So one of the things that I did find interesting was that when they went and compared it to other cases that we hear about, like the Garner case in New York, about the chokehold, the so-called chokehold, and that finally has not been determined what's happening to that police officer, is that the question became for the medical examiner and for others about what bone, if any, was broken. And the hyoid bone was not broken in that case. So here, what this does, I think, unfortunately, Vlad, is it does feel... So, guys, what this is is uh, kind of like there are different ex experts that are giving their opinion as to what they think. And uh, so you have to decide for yourself, was Jeffrey Epstein murdered or was it suicide? Now, the way that your bones get broken in your neck, the way that they're talking about, is you lunge forward Sadly, kind of like Robin Williams did, which, God, what a tragic loss. And I hate even comparing the two because Robin Williams was an actual decent human being, an amazing comic, an amazing father, an amazing man. And Jeffrey Epstein was a child molester. And I hope there's a special place in hell now that he's gone from this earth. This is another investigation with Sky News that we're going to listen to just a little bit. And I want to know what you think about it. And then if you'd like to call into the show, you're welcome to do that and then be part of it. But this is another investigation on the Jeffrey Epstein case. Now, keep in mind, the conspiracy theories out there are that Jeffrey Epstein knew the Clintons and the Clintons had him murdered. That's bullshit. Don't believe that. The only person who has something to lose right now is once again, anytime anything negative happens in this world, it points right back to our sorry-ass president. And Donald Trump knew Jeffrey Epstein very well. 
In fact, he's quoted saying, we both are attracted to the same kind of ladies, which is disgusting and makes my stomach crawl. Here's this other investigation. Enjoy it just a little bit, and then we'll discuss. From billionaire lifestyle, partying with princes and presidents, to disgrace and death in a prison cell, this is a Sky News special report, The Jeffrey Epstein Scandal. A billionaire who rubbed shoulders with U.S. Presidents Donald Trump and Bill Clinton has been accused of running a sex trafficking ring involving underage girls. The estimated dozens of victims were as young as 14 years old. What was referred to as the revolving door of young girls. It's the perfect world for a billionaire getting away with what he was doing. I was terrified and I was telling him to stop. How could you have kept something this massive, this secret for this law? I think everybody's stunned. And have huge orgies there, and nobody would have any idea what was going on. This is like one giant puzzle. Epstein was well-known and influential. Movie directors, actors, politicians, princes, and even presidents. If I wasn't afraid to come forward sooner, then maybe he wouldn't have done it to other girls. He was in a jail cell in Manhattan that he apparently took his own life. This can only be the tip of the iceberg. He was a billionaire financier, living a lavish lifestyle, who partied with powerful friends, including presidents and royalty. Yet Jeffrey Epstein died alone in a New York prison cell in suspicious circumstances as one of the world's most loathed individuals. Epstein was a pedophile who used his extreme wealth and connections to prey on young girls. But in the weeks before his death, the full extent of his depravity was revealed when U.S. prosecutors allege he recruited a vast network of underage victims, one girl just 14 years old. Tonight, Sky News will investigate all aspects of the Epstein story. Why was he allowed to offend for so long? We'll look into his lavish lifestyle and what role those powerful friends played in his life. And experts will take us through Epstein's final moments, and the litany of failures which allowed such a high-profile prisoner to die in a high-security cell. It's a private piece of paradise on the Caribbean Sea, an island replete with a mansion made of stone, a pool, tennis courts, separate maids' quarters and mini-villas by the beach. This is just one luxurious piece of Jeffrey Epstein's international property portfolio. A lot of people don't really see him. You know, he flies in his helicopter. And, you know, every once in a while we see him in the marina and stuff, but that's about it. I don't think people see him all that often. The two islands, everybody thinks he owns ones, but he's got two islands out there. and I don't know, just, you know, I mean, just a guy that has whatever he wants. Two islands, as well as multi-million dollar homes in France, Florida, New Mexico, and New York. Such is the want for a man with a near bottomless bank account. Epstein made his millions, moving and spending other people's riches. The boss of Bear Stearns gave the then school teacher an entry-level gig at the Wall Street Giant in 1976. Four years later, he was a partner. He went on to create his own consulting and then financial firms. However, he kept all of his clients a secret, so we don't even know 
whose money he was managing. According to the Washington Post, there was a few wealthy clients that said that Epstein told them he could move their assets overseas so that they can be sheltered from U.S. taxes. The king of lingerie took Epstein to another level. Victoria's Secret CEO Leslie Wexner made Epstein his right-hand man, granted him power of attorney, entrusting Epstein with his $6 billion fortune. Jeffrey Epstein rose from a maths teacher to a massive player in the Big Apple. There's so much secrecy around Epstein that we don't really know how much money he Hey guys, if you're just joining us, this is All You Need to Know Radio. We are listening to Sky News, the investigation of Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy. Was it murder or was it suicide? The type of bones that were broken in this man's body, they indicate murder. Listen to their investigation. It's really good, and we want to thank Sky News for their coverage of this investigation because um, it's really good, it's very informative, and it will let you make a decision. You may join us live in the studio at 516-531-9990. That is 516-531-9990. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Tonight's show is sponsored by Woolridge, the law firm of Woolridge and Ritz, Woolridge and Nunn, Woolridge and Nunn, and they will be joining us in the next few, probably 740, 745. Let's get back to the investigation. And even president. Donald Trump reportedly attended several of those parties. This video shows them together at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in 1992. Trump told a New York Magazine journalist, Epstein was a terrific guy, that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side but he gave a less glowing appraisal just last month. I was not a fan of Jeffrey Epstein, and you watched people yesterday saying that I threw him out of a club. I didn't want anything to do with him. That was many, many years ago. It shows you one thing, that I have good taste, okay? Now, other people, they went all over with him. They went to his island. They went all over the place. He was very well known in Palm Beach. His island, whatever his island was, wherever it is, I was never there. Find out the people that went to the island. A previous U.S. president appears to have had a closer connection. Epstein attended several fundraising dinners for Bill Clinton, twice donated to his 1992 presidential campaign, and gave $25,000 to the Clinton Foundation in 2006. A Washington Post examination of flight logs revealed Bill Clinton took 27 flights on Epstein's private plane, including trips to Asia and a flight to Africa with actor Kevin Spacey. A statement from the Clinton's press secretary claims the former president only had four journeys on Epstein's plane, a number bundling up all individual flights, saying... President Clinton knows nothing about the terrible crimes Jeffrey Epstein pleaded guilty to. I have no idea. I know he was on his plane 27 times, and he said he was on the plane four times. But when they checked the plane log, Bill Clinton, who is a very good friend of Epstein, he was on the plane about 27 or 28 times. So why did he say four times? 
Prince Andrew, the Queen's second son, had known Epstein since the 90s. The pair have been seen strolling together through New York Central Park. Prince Andrew reportedly attended several Epstein events, including on his personal island. The royal was accused of inappropriately touching a woman in 2001 at Epstein's New York home, an accusation he strongly denies. And years ago, Epstein paid the Duke of York's former wife, Sarah Ferguson, £15,000 to help her pay off debts. Ms Ferguson later said of the matter, I personally, on behalf of myself, deeply regret that Jeffrey Epstein became involved in any way with me. In 2015, news and gossip website Gawker published what it claimed was Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. It contained more than 1,000 names and numbers, including actors Ray Fiennes and Alec Baldwin, media identities Charlie Rose and Barbara Walters, Prime Minister Ehud Barak and former British Prime Minister Tony Blair. Sky News does not suggest wrongdoing by those connected or reported to be connected to Jeffrey Epstein or that they were previously aware of his crimes. While making millions and mingling with the powerful, Jeffrey Epstein was also preying on the vulnerable. His depraved activities, confirmed and alleged, first came to light in 2008 in Florida. He apparently had uh, sometimes prostitutes and uh, friends who were adult women procure these young girls to come into his home. And some have said that that was up to several girls per day that were then coming in under the, the guise of giving him a massage for money, which he was offering to pay them several hundred dollars for. And then once they were there, or once he lured them inside, then led into much worse and uh, ultimately in sexual abuse. Investigators identified at least 40 alleged victims. One was just 14 years old. A detective on the case described Epstein's abuse as like a sexual pyramid scheme. It was alleged girls would be offered $200 to $1,000 for a massage at his Florida home, which would often lead to sex. They'd be offered more cash to bring him new girls. But despite the corroborated claims and a bevy of witnesses, prosecutors scrapped several serious charges and agreed to a deal with Epstein's legal team for what was widely viewed as a stunningly lenient sentence. He, back in 2008, pleaded guilty under a, what, what was known as a secret bargain deal to uh, sexually abusing a young girl, an underage girl. And instead of Instead of being convicted and going to jail for what could have been the rest of his life, he ultimately got off on a 13-month sentence and during that time was in a pretty low... Once again, everybody, if you're just joining us, this is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and we are listening to an interview done by Sky News. Thank you, Sky News, for this interview. This is regarding the Jeffrey Epstein case. He is dead, but did he kill himself or was he murdered? He knew a lot of really influential people like princes and princesses and the president of the, current, of the United States. The current one, believe it or not, he knew Donald Trump. He knew former Bill Clinton. So what was Jeffrey Epstein getting ready to spill to the feds? 
he was going to prison for the rest of his life. Keep listening. Thank you, Sky News. Granted immunity to all potential co-conspirators. That is something I have certainly never seen. I don't know any lawyer that has ever seen a prosecution agreement that granted immunity to potential co-conspirators basically shutting down the entire investigation against Epstein. Miami's then U.S. Attorney Alex Acosta later said he didn't go hard on Epstein because he believed he belonged to intelligence and Epstein was, quote, above his pay grade. That suggests that he had some very powerful friends, possibly people in, in uh, intelligence services, um, either the United States or other countries working with the United States which, if true, is certainly uh, a massive scandal. If he was exploiting children uh, to gain dirt on prominent people, whether they be in this country or other countries, and working with U.S. intelligence, that would be a major scandal. Um, To my knowledge, no one has wanted to touch that um, possibility or to look into it. Certainly, I don't know of anyone that has asked Acosta, who is it that told him to um, back off of Epstein? Who told him that he was with intelligence? Who are the intelligence agencies that he was working with? After a little over a year, the convicted sexual offender was a free man. The Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter, Julie K. Brown, has doggedly pursued the Epstein case and the victim's push for justice for years. She identified 80 alleged Epstein victims, as well as a woman who claims she recruited at least 70 girls. There's other cases involving uh, Mr. Epstein that have been sealed. He, that was another one of the ways that he manipulated the justice system and how to really reverse this All right, everybody. So we're going to step away from the Sky News interview, and we're going to go and start talking about what we know. Real quick, we are going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and what does it mean when you are you know friends with a bunch of celebrities you are given a break like Jeffrey Epstein was given so don't you think this guy should have done some hard time and the person from Donald Trump's cabinet that had to resign from the position he was trying to take He just gets off scot-free by breaking federal law, by not notifying the victims. I think it's completely disgusting. Right now, this is Heart Alone. They'll actually be in Dallas, Texas tomorrow night. If you need tickets, go to TicketFinders.com. Tell them that uh, All You Need to Know Radio sent you, so they'll know they're good friends of ours over there. The owner, Jerry, is a good friend of mine. So, this is Heart Alone. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, let's who this is. It's your favorite radio host, John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. And I want to take some time out real quick to give a big shout out to an amazing law firm, Warwickshire Nunn. Guys, if you have any kind of legal problems of any kind, I mean, if you have personal injury, real estate, and 
um, business problems, transactions, if you need litigation help. Uh, I don't know about parking tickets, but man, this law firm does everything. If you have been taken advantage of and you think you have nowhere to turn, let me brighten your uh, eyes right now and put a smile on your face. Call 972-863-9592. That is 972-863-9592. Ask for Hunter or Amos. And it is Warridge and Nun. That's Warridge and Nun. And they are a full service law firm. They are so incredible, guys. One thing is they're trustworthy. The other is they actually will care about your case and explain it to you where you will be able to understand it. A lot of attorneys I've dealt with in my life. They like to talk over your head, not these guys. These guys want you to understand you do have a choice. You've got to be the one that makes the right choice. If you're having any problems legally, if you're having aggressive, if you're having aggressive problems in your life to where you feel like you just have nowhere to turn, I've got the place you need to turn to. It is the law firm of Warwick and Nunn at 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Or go to warwicknunn.com. Make sure you tell these guys, Hunter and Almos, that you heard about them on All You Need to Know Radio, your favorite radio show. And, guys, listen... Legal problems are just a thing of life. There are people out there that will take advantage of you. There are people out there that will make you feel that you have no options. These guys are rock stars. And in the courtroom, they are incredible. And they won't let you get taken advantage of. So... All You Need to Know Radio and John Hollywood recommend Warwood and Nunn. Call him right now if you have any kind of legal problems, any kind of legal questions. 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Warwood and Nunn, the law firm you need to know if you have any questions about things that are going on in your law. The law is a hard thing to understand. And I'm doing a longer commercial because I want to make sure you understand that I have dealt with very unethical attorneys before in the past. And these guys, you can hang your hat on. They are about building relationships with their clients. They want to make sure you understand legal services. They want to build partnerships, and they want to make sure that their clients' legal needs are addressed, no matter how small or how large. The one number you need to remember if you need a law firm is 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592 or warwardsandnone.com. 
or email info at w-a-r-a-n-c-h-n-u-n-n dot com. Thank you again. You won't regret it if you call them. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on All You Need to Know Radio. Because all you need to know is Warwich and None. 972-863-9592. One last time. 972-863-9592. Ballroom is about to be more popular than Studio 54 ever was. We about to go mainstream. Put away your glass slippers, Transarella. It ain't never gonna happen. All right, all right, it's all happening for us. Vogue has hit number one on the charts, and the word is... Hey, baby. Well, what are you doing out here? You said you wasn't going to walk the piers no more. There are more options out there. Like what? I've got a plan. Get in. Oh, you can vote. Like, yeah, I like the new home. I like yeah. that. Y'all need to trust this mother's intuition. Blanca made me audition for the Fresh Faces modeling competition. Y'all are whistling past the graveyard. Really? Your T-cells have fallen below 200. I'm going to have to move your diagnosis of being HIV positive to having AIDS. We are dying, and it's time that we fight. I'm not posing for a mugshot. Wake up! Take that off. I'm tired of your big plans and your stupid dreams. Why don't you just focus on yourself for once? I'm scared. To die or to live? Crazy thing is, it's not my life I'm seeing right now. It's my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pose. Season premiere June 11th on FX. Started singing this song, 
And when he started singing this song, all of these girls rushed to the stage and grabbed him by his boots and almost pulled him into the audience, which thankfully that did not happen. Me and his mother were panicking at the time. This was many, many years ago. Um, I believe it was right after one, uh, living in a moment with number one. What was really fun about the entire evening is Ty knew uh, how much I loved Leanne Rhymes. And Leanne Rhymes, uh, Ty had a, a song that he sang with Stephanie Bentley called uh, Heart Half Empty. And uh, Ty told me now, I'm not going to tell you who it's going to be, but uh, there is going to be an artist that you love that is going to, to do a duet with me with this song tonight because Stephanie can't make it. So the song starts, and Leanne Rhymes comes from outside of the back of, uh, she starts singing while she's outside of Country 2000 in the back, and everyone knows her voice, and the place erupts in the hugest loud clapping and screaming for when they hear her voice. And as she takes the stage with Ty Herndon, it is even more deafening. So we have some pretty big news about Ty Herndon coming up in our entertainment watch. Also, we're going to be talking about uh, the Jeffrey Epstein case with our attorneys uh, that are in Best in Justice, our segment here that's coming up here in the next few minutes. Either both lawyers uh, will be joining us or one. But uh, this is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Our show is brought to you by the incredible law firm of Warridge & Nunn. And uh, if you need a lawyer, guys, you need to give them a call. You can find them in, at warridgeandnunn.com and find out all kinds of information about them. So let's go to Jeffrey Epstein. We're going to talk about this real quick until they call in. Fox News is actually reporting something very creepy. If this can get any creepier. An odd and often creepy details continue to surface in the aftermath of the accused sex trafficker, Jeffrey Epstein's suicide or murder, I'm adding, because Fox News, of course, is going to be on the president's side because that's the president's channel. And um, But I'm no fan of Donald Trump. You guys know that. I think he's a lying, hypocritical uh, bigot. And homophobic bigot and, and a racist, and I think that he is the worst president in the history of this country. However, um, Fox goes on to say that um, giving a glimpse of the twisted, uh, incredible lifestyle that this gentleman, Mr. Epstein, and calling him a gentleman is, does not do him any justice, um, was a staple of his life. It was a staple of his life. And right down to the art he chose that displays on the wall, that's absolutely disgusting because it always has to do with underage girls. The latest reinvention involves a massive painting of a young woman who is underage, obviously, wearing a wedding ring, cuddled up beside a roaring big cat. You heard me right, a cat. A photo of the artwork that was taken by the contractor who worked at Epstein's sprawling New Mexico home in 2013, provided exclusive information to Fox News, which I can't believe I'm quoting Fox News, but we need to give credit where credit is due. The contractor requested anonymity in order to speak freely, but the contractor said the animal was a tiger, although it didn't appear to have stripes. It was a huge, at least five by five, six by six in the main house, at the bottom of the stairs in the basement, 
near the laundry. So Jeffrey Epstein wanted no one but people he allowed to go down in the basement. Now, what I'm going to tell you is I heard in the basement there was actually a sex dungeon down there, and everything from slings to crossboards. Um, and I'll go. I won't go any further than that because it makes it no like makes it like I know a lot of things about. Uh, a sex dungeon would be in. I'm not commenting on that. Um, so a large big cat is the only most recent eyebrow raising item to emerge from the disgraced financiers art collection. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little creeped out <laughs> because it just keeps getting better with this guy. And by better, I mean worse. This guy was a disgusting human being, and the sad fact is he was a, a friend to the president of the United States. And not only Donald Trump, let's give credit where credit's due. He also knew former Bill Clinton. If I'm scrolling down close enough, I believe there is a Twitter picture that actually shows Bill Clinton in a blue dress and red high heels. So we're going to post that on our show uh, on our social media page, we need to take a quick break and we're only going to have one commercial. Then we're going to have our best in justice segment. And it looks like we've got, we're bo- both attorneys, almost Orich and Hunter Nunn will be joining us live. This is all you need to know radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood. If you'd like to join the show live, 516-531-9990. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at all you need to know radio. Instagram, all you need to know radio. We're over 160,000 people following us right now. And on Twitter, all need to know radio. And on every iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify, everywhere that you can play music and stream it, that would be us. This is the late Whitney Houston with a very incredible DJ, KYGO. This is all you need to know radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, let's who this is. It's your favorite radio host, John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. And I want to take some time out real quick to give a big shout out to an amazing law firm, Warwick and Nunn. Guys, if you have any kind of legal problems of any kind, I mean, if you have personal injury, real estate, and um, business problems, transactions, if you need litigation help, uh, I don't know about parking tickets, but man, this law firm does everything. If you have been taken advantage of and you think you have nowhere to turn, let me brighten your uh, eyes right now and put a smile on your face. Call 972-863-9592. That is 972-863-9592. Ask for Hunter or Amos, and it is Warridge and Nunn. That's Warridge and Nunn, and they are a full-service law firm. They are so incredible, guys. One thing is they're trustworthy. The other is they actually will care about your case and explain it to you where you will
will be able to understand it. A lot of attorneys I've dealt with in my life, they like to talk over your head. Not these guys. These guys want you to understand you do have a choice. You've got to be the one that makes the right choice. If you're having any problems legally, if you're having aggressive if you're having aggressive problems in your life to where you feel like you just have nowhere to turn, I've got the place you need to turn to. It is the law firm of Warwick and Nunn at 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Or go to warwicknunn.com. Make sure you tell these guys, Hunter and Almost, that you heard about them on All You Need to Know Radio, your favorite radio. All right, everybody. So let's get back. Let's get back to our uh, song pick of the week. And uh, that's going to be the incredible country music superstar, Kenny Chesney. He has a brand new single out. It is very sexy. It is very hot. And yes, several of you actually guessed it. And when I was posting on our social media, you did guess it. It's called uh, uh, on, on the Tip of My Tongue. So this is our song pick of the week. Then our amazing superstar attorneys in our Best in Justice segment will be joining us. And I want to know what they think about Bill Clinton being in a dress and high heels. This is our song pick of the week. And it's new and it's dangerous and it's in your face. It's Kenny Chesney, tip of my tongue. Take a listen. I love the dimples in the small of your back. The way they're speaking to me just like that. Red wine made my imagination run. Oh, I can taste it on the tip of my tongue. Let it run, let it roll. Baby, I am under your control. Love me fast, kiss me slow. Hang on to anything you can hold. It's a So that is country music superstar Kenny Chesney. Last time I heard Kenny Chesney is worth, I don't know, I think $70 million. That's pretty good for a country music star, uh, superstar in my opinion. But that is Tip of My Tongue. You can find that song on iTunes, anywhere you can download music, anywhere you can buy music. And now it is our Best in Justice segment. We have almost... Lawrence and Hunter Nunn. Good, good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us on All You Need to Know Radio. 
You're very welcome, John. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for the kind words earlier. Really appreciate you. What did you think of your Thank commercial? You, I think that's the first time you've heard it, isn't it? Well, um, I've like actually heard the recording that you sent me the other day, but that's the first time I uh, heard it live on air. Well, Hunter heard it last week, so it gets played all the time. So, guys, we can't I, tell I, you I how did. much we are. Go ahead. I, I did, John, and it sounded just as nice as it did last week. Thank you very much, sir. And, guys, just so you know, the first voice is Amos. Say hello, Amos. Hello. And then Hunter, say hello. Hello. All right, guys. So now you know the difference in their voices. They're both very deep and masculine voices, so it's kind of hard to tell the difference. So, almost since this story is very close to your heart, what do you think of Bill Clinton mm-hmm. in a blue dress and red heels? Well, I take exception to the very close to my heart part. Um, I care a lot about the Epstein story, but Bill Clinton, eh, I think that um, Bill Clinton, if he was actually involved with um, the underlying crimes um, alleged against Jeffrey Epstein, he deserves just he deserves to be brought to justice just like all of the other co-conspirators. Um, there was an article that I read in, I think it was the Intelligencer magazine um, last week or two weeks ago that contained a list of all of the people who was in Jeff Epstein's little black book. And, I mean, aside from, as you've already mentioned, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein and some of the big names like uh, Prince Andrew and uh, the Sultan guy from Kuwait, there's like – And then the Duchess of something, right? He loaned yeah, her money to the, pay debts. Right. And then there's there's also multiple, you know, Wall Street executives, and um, businessmen and fashion executives and model agencies. And there's just a whole who's who of wealthy and powerful people who were in little the little black book, the contacts list of Jeffrey Epstein. And, um, you know, just like I think Donald Trump should be brought to justice for his crimes. All of those other people should as well, um, whether if, whether that includes Bill Clinton or not. Um, my understanding is that Bill Clinton's um, like PR team has released a statement that says that he's never went to any of Jeffrey Epstein's homes except for his home in New York one time. He stayed there for less than an hour and um, then uh, and was with security personnel, and so nothing untoward happened. But that's what Bill Clinton's side is saying, and I would say the but same thing if I was that. accused. Right, exactly. Do you, do you believe that? I don't know what to believe, and I I think that um, you know I could speculate based upon Bill Clinton's known proclivities in the past, and um, that that's not entirely accurate. But I don't really know what happened. Now to Hunter, Hunter, what do you think about Bill Clinton? And, and guys, I'll send this to you so you can see it, because I've never shown, I've never seen Bill Clinton in drag before. And it's literally him in a blue dress. Mm-hmm. Not that I haven't seen drag before, because there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody, be who you be, love who you want to be. I have no problem with that, of course. Amen. Uh, I have to say, seeing a former president in a dress with his legs crossed with red heels is, and pointing to me, is kind of creeping me out. So, Hunter, what's your opinion of this? Well, John, to your point, I. Generally, I'm live and let live, and, uh, you know, if, if Bill Clinton, if his preference is to do that, then that's fine, but I'll tell you this, that certainly if it's during the commission of a sex crime, that certainly is not fine, 
and that black book is not somewhere that I would want to have my name. Nor would you ever, my friend. You're not that kind of person. Okay, so let's get on to this. So Jeffrey Epstein was under suicide watch just about six weeks ago. Then one week before he was his death, he's taken off suicide watch, and we're getting some bullshit story from the prison from Donald Trump's, uh, you know, lapdog attorney, William Barr, which I, I refuse to call him the attorney general because he's so unqualified to be the attorney general. He was placed in that spot and confirmed by the most spineless cowards on, in, in the Senate that we've ever had in the history of this country, starting with Mitch McConnell himself, which I wish he would resign. What is your opinion? Why would someone be, and this is for almost first, why would mm-hmm. someone be taken off of suicide watch a week before they're supposed to uh, reveal all of the, because you do realize, and if you go back and you read it, and I'm sure you have, he was supposed mm-hmm. to meet with prosecutors within a couple of days before he died. Now, I personally believe he was murdered and mm-hmm. he could have been murdered for a lot of reasons. One, when you mm-hmm. go, when you go into a prison and you are going into prison as a child molester, the, the prisoners themselves are already targeting you as you walk down the uh, shame, the hall of shame, and they're figuring out. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, a broomstick was shoved up his ass that killed him. Um, they just don't take kindly, even though they're prisoners in, a, in a, a, a prison, of course. They don't take kindly to people who molest children. And I like I don't know if you've heard me say on this show before. I hope there's a special place in hell for people who do that kind of thing to children. What do you think, what's your opinion? And, of course, this is, once again, your opinion. We're not holding you to uh-huh. anything. This is all alleged. I just want to know what you uh-huh. think about this situation. You have the floor. Well, frankly, I tend to agree with you. I think that there's a reasonable likelihood that he was, in fact, murdered. Um, you know, there was a lot, as we were describing just a minute ago, there was a lot of very, very powerful people who have a serious motive to silence him. Now, um, whether there was actually like a hit for hire and he was murdered or whether he was pressured and allowed these circumstances to commit a suicide in a manner that he knew he would get away with. Frankly, it's speculative and I don't know. Um, But I do think that there is a reasonably high likelihood that it was in fact murder. And um, even if it wasn't murder, there was clearly massive negligence. I mean, if he was allowed to commit suicide, there was massive negligence on the part of the um, individuals the war, associated the with his care, you know, the, the prison guards, the Bureau of Prisons, the warden, and ultimately the DOJ and the attorney general who control the Bureau of Prisons. So, should, you know, should, do, should the attorney ahead. general resign over this? Well, I'm, in my opinion, and I think I agree, you agree with me, he should never have been confirmed in the first place. Um, you know, I don't think he will resign. I think it absolutely would be appropriate. Um, but that's, you know, the political reality of the situation that we're in is that he's preventing um, other evidence from coming out that could potentially be harmful for Donald Trump in other manner, matters. It's not just about the Epstein case that he's protecting him, he's protecting him on finances and the moments and all these other potential um, impeachable acts where he's, you know, resisting legitimate attempts 
by the House of Representatives to oversee the executive branch using spurious arguments about executive privilege and things like that. So, you know, should he resign? Absolutely he should resign. Is he going to resign? Hell no. No. Hunter, same question to you. Sure. So right now you have to look at this and say that things are certainly in an investigative phase. You know, there's really two possibilities here that stick out to me. One is that he committed suicide. The other is that he was murdered. You know, if the first possibility is true that he committed suicide, then I think you have to ask the question both why and how he was able to do it. And when you're dealing with somebody who is implicated in the criminal activity that he is, especially when you're dealing with very high-profile individuals who are in high levels of government or in high-level executive positions in private enterprise, that's a unique situation where I, I think you've really got to make sure that that individual is secure. And I, I think given the circumstances, it's fair to invite scrutiny on, on the situation as to exactly what conditions he was kept under, you know, what happened when, who was involved. You know, it's impossible, I think, at this point to rule out a, a godfather-type situation where Tom Hagen goes in there and basically has a conversation, you know, you, know, you need to do this. I, You know, I, I think all possibilities are probably on the table, and there needs to be a legitimate investigation into what happened. And, but uh, how can there be a legitimate investigation with the with the crooked creep we have as the attorney general? As Donald Trump's lapdog, well, this is not going to be an investigation that is going to render anything else besides inconclusive. Uh, I mean, when you release an autopsy of someone, anyone, unless they're uh, like it's a, se- a top secret clearance situation, there is so much more information that's released on this autopsy normally than it's all being held back. It's almost like the Kennedy assassination. We'll see it in 20 years. So that's what makes me think. And one thing, Donald Trump is so transparent. When Donald Trump should keep his mouth shut so nobody points fingers at him, when Donald Trump starts defending himself based on the fact that his name's being brought up, you know Donald Trump is involved somehow. Sure, John. And to answer your question, I really think it's simple. You know, and it's probably an answer that can apply to a lot of things and a lot of issues that we encounter in the current political climate. But I think the answer is simple. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Elected officials and those who are in those positions need to stand up and do the right thing. And they need to demand that this evidence be turned over and that the right questions get asked. That, that's both Republicans and Democrats. I, it doesn't matter to me which side you're on. At some point, somebody needs to have the courage to stand up to him and to run this investigation. Can I jump in just one, one point Absolutely. that I'd like Go to ahead. make about this is that um, I think that the type of investigation that would be appropriate given the nature of the allegations – I mean the allegation is that he was running – um, a, a child sex trafficking ring for over 20 years involving many of the most powerful and wealthy people in the world. That's are you incredible gonna say allegation. Are you going to say a, a yes, that's exactly counsel? what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't um, 
I, agree with you. I do think that a special counsel would be appropriate here, but as to your point, who would it, who would have to approve the appointment of a special counsel? The AG's office, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. So, mm-hmm. guys, this is Warridge and Nunn, Hunter Nunn, and uh, Warwrench, 972-863-9592. They are... They are our segments in Best in Justice, and they are incredible attorneys. If you have legal problems of any kind, you need to call these guys, 972-863-9592 or info at W-A-R-A-N-C-H-N-U-N-N.com. We love these guys. They are superstar attorneys, and in the courtroom, they are fierce. They take no prisoners. Trust me. Okay, so what do you where do you think the Epstein case goes from here for the victims? Because just because he's dead, there's his estate. And from what I'm hearing, all the victims are going after his estate, and they don't even know what his yes. estate is worth at this point. So yes, how that, does that's that work? So what happened? Sorry, what what okay, happened is that there, there was almost, almost hold on. So the, what the, I want to know from you guys. Okay. And you guys answer you guys answer separately for me real quick. What happens legally when someone is uh deceased but they want to go after their estate because they're victims of sexual abuse is young as fourteen years old, which totally makes me throw up in my mouth. But go ahead. So as Almost a matter first. of civil procedure, it's not that complicated. You just sue the estate just like they were a normal living person. But um, the, the thing to understand is that the statute of limitations on these crimes and torts, so it is a, a tort, a civil wrong, to uh, you can sue someone for sexually molesting you. Um, and the statute of limitations on that that activity civilly is about four years typically, but the state of New York recently changed its state law and um, allowed people who were child victims of sexual assault or sexual abuse to file lawsuits well after the typical statute of limitations and um, that's caused a lot of people to come out of the woodwork. I believe something like six federal lawsuits have been filed against him. Excuse me, not federal, state lawsuits have been filed against him in the state of New York in the last like two weeks since the law change went into effect. Um, So, you know, as to your point about the net worth of the estate, that's presumably open to the plaintiffs in discovery. They should be able to figure out a Approximately how much money we're working with here through the process of normal civil discovery by sending, you know, requests for production of documents and interrogatories. Um, Hunter? I generally agree with that. Uh, the other part of this is certainly criminal liability is part of the discussion. And although obviously Mr. Epstein himself can no longer be incarcerated because he is deceased. There are numerous other individuals who are involved in this, and depending on the statute of limitations in the state or the territory or island, wherever it happened, then I think that many of these individuals may be facing criminal liability. Okay. Hey, guys, can I ask you about one other subject? Do you guys watch reality TV called uh, Chris Lee Knows Best? I'm sorry, no, sir. <laughs> okay. Todd Chrisley is uh, he he tries to play a straight man allegedly on this show with his wife and kids and he was just indicted for tax evasion. Now the thing is, oh, what, you know what I did to hear about this. Okay, so I don't understand how dumb do you have to be 
uh, let's go back to the, the the housewives of New Jersey, where Teresa and her husband both had to go to prison over tax evasion or bankruptcy fraud. Actually, is what they went for. But why would you go on and do a reality TV show where you throw your uh, wealth out into the networks and not pay your taxes? How, what's the defense for that? Can you even you think about that? Almost you first. I mean, frankly, I don't know if they have a solid defense. I think that they're likely in pretty big trouble. Um, and your question of why would they not pay their taxes, like, I guess they're trying to save money, but the IRS always wins, so that's a poor legal strategy. Um, <laughs> the uh, question then becomes why would you do, be so publicly flaunt your wealth? And, you know, sometimes people make stupid decisions. Um, well, because you know, perhaps just like anybody he, else in the IRS, what? they watch TV. I said they're judges right. and people that work with the IRS, they actually watch TV. That's how they caught Teresa from uh, best, you know, the housewives of New Jersey. And that's why she went to prison for bankruptcy fraud because she went and filed bankruptcy and then she didn't list all these things. And then the, her trustee saw her on TV with all these things that he started going back and looking at her petitions that she didn't include. Just how stupid do you have to be? Hunter, you going to respond. Yeah, if I can, generally when you're the subject of a criminal investigation, you probably want to keep a low profile. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you, you know, generally, you know <laughs> if you don't, you know, you certainly don't want to expose yourself willingly to a national audience where the world can see you, you know, in 2019 where you can, you know, stream European and, you know, Asian TV shows on Netflix or Hulu or whatever you watch. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think that's a bit short-sighted to go out there and uh, flaunt your jewelry and your lavish lifestyle when you're, you know, possibly involved in bankruptcy fraud. It's just drawing attention to yourself that you probably should. Well, and let me tell you that bankruptcy fraud is, and I know you know this, one pe- people you don't lie to are people that you put your ass in jail behind bars and bankruptcy is not something you screw with they take it very seriously and the courts will throw your ass in jail quicker than anything once you file and you get the court's protection and there's federal court order stayed and i know i sound like an attorney on the radio but i'm not but i might i might be one day almost and i and hunter were talking about that about what positions i was should about what what adventures I look, would pursue in that because I do love the law as a, as everybody knows on this show. Um, so so John, are you gonna take the LSAT? I don't know. We gotta talk about it off the radio right now. Frankly, hey guys, my friend, you, I think you'd be great. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Real quick, are you either one of y'all country music uh, fans? Yeah, both of us. All right. So you love Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay, so country, uh, uh, Ty Herndon is going to be at the Arlington Music Hall October 2nd. I want you and uh, Hunter to both be my guests. We will have backstage passes. You guys will get to meet Ty Herndon. Real quick, in our entertainment watch, guys, stay on the phone because I want you to hear this song. Yes, Ty, sir, Herndon went through a, Ty Herndon went through a very hard time in his life. He is uh, in the process of deciding whether he's going to write a book about it. And anything I'm telling you is not but to make sure that you understand uh, everything that is going on in his life. Um, But 
I'll let him tell you his personal story. I've known Ty for many, many, many years. This, he has a brand new album coming out tomorrow called Got It Covered. And you guys need to go and get it wherever on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you can download music. But on our entertainment watch, we are going to play his brand new single that is burning up the online charts. It is by Carrie Underwood, and it's called So Small. It was her number one hit. Now, what is so incredible about this song is when Ty heard this song, it changed his life. And when you listen to the words, if you know Ty Herndon personally, or if you're a fan of Ty Herndon, this is what Ty Herndon believes. And this song is amazing. And this is from our entertainment watch. And we usually don't play music in it, but I'm going to do it tonight. This is Ty Herndon off his brand new album, Got It Covered. So small. Take a listen.
everybody. That is Ty Herndon, So Small. Guys, the song is amazing. The entire album is going to be amazing. Make sure you go and uh, download it and uh, show your support for the arts. Artists work their asses off to uh, give you great music. And if you don't go and pay for it in some way, you're basically stealing from that artist. Don't do that because... People work on, uh, you know, their songs and they write their own songs. And, you know, in this case, uh, Ty covered Carrie Underwood's song, so I'm sure Carrie Underwood is getting a piece of this. This album is going to be Ty's comeback to the country industry, and he is once again, again, going to be on top. I highly, highly, highly recommend this music. Also, if you're local, uh, October 2nd, I believe, he will be at the Arlington Music Hall. We will be there, and we're going to be giving away tickets, so stay tuned to the show. We're out of time for this week's show. We want to get, once again, thanks Hunter, Nunn, and almost Warwich from Warwich and Nunn, our superstar lawyers from our best in justice. And once again, Kenny Chesney was our song pick of the week with Tip of My Tongue. You can go and download anywhere you can buy music or download music. I am your host, Hollywood. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And guys, keep reaching for the stars, because that's where it all begins. And what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Good night from Dallas, Texas. Yeah.